The Ziggler Show, timeless inspiration from Zig Ziggler that's influenced over 250 million people worldwide, inspiring true performance in your work and life today. Welcome. You are someone who desires more than the norm. You desire to matter and to make a difference, which is why you're here listening to The Ziggler Show now. My name is Kevin Miller. I'm your honored host, and I join you in finding your and my place in leaving a legacy. Does that sound too intense? I mean, there are many other shows that will merely tickle your ears. iTunes has 16 categories of podcasts. You'll find The Ziggler Show in the business category at the top of the rankings. Our business is inspiring true performance in life and work. On that note, Today, I want to recognize and thank a handful of people who posted new five-star reviews in iTunes, and I'd ask you to give us a rating in iTunes and Stitcher, and if you'd be so kind, write a quick review as well. So here's just a couple that have come in. July 27, 2015, from Maximum Fitness, he says, real life scenarios are perfect. And then July 25th. A new zeal seer loves this by Colehammer, and he says, I've given a previous rating and review, but after meeting the entire family at Ziegler headquarters last week, I can absolutely assure you they practice what they preach. These messages are timeless and needed now more than ever, whether or not it is in your personal life or business, continuous improvement is what it's all about. This is a great way to stay ahead. Mike Cole. Uh, ZLC number seven. So he was just at the recent Ziggler legacy certification, which you can get more info uh, about at ZieglerCertified.com. July 24th, uh, M. Mateus says, wonderful and inspiring show based on the principles of a man with real results in his life. Thanks for making this available. I love that. That is Zig. That's what put him at the top of the heap of so many peers is that he really walked it out truly in his life. And the fruit of that showed well to everyone. Uh, Dad of Divas on July 24th says, love the messages in this show. I did not grow up with Zig's teachings and just recently started to listen. But I have to say that the messages and the teachings enclosed in this podcast are transformative and really can take you personally and professionally to a new place in your life and career. Listen, and you too will see the difference this can make in your own life. Folks, thank you so much. Uh, just so grateful for that. It's, it's confirming. Uh, it's humbling. But thank you. I am as honored as anyone to get to be here and talk through these incredible messages. Well, today I bring you show number 329. And instead of leading off with a quote, I'm going straight to the heart with the title of today's show. It's a hard-hitting, stop-you-in-your-tracks question. Are you buying what you are selling? I guarantee this is critically pertinent to your life right now. Hey, for those of you doing online business, you know or should that when somebody hits the buy now button, the deal isn't done. Shopping cart abandonment is huge. Braintree is all about easy and successful online payments. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a single single payment solution, check out Braintree. With one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay, period. To learn more and for your first 
$50,000 in transactions fees free. Go to braintreepayments.com forward slash Ziggler. That's Braintree, B-R-A-I-N-T-R-E-E, payments, braintreepayments.com forward slash Ziggler. And friends, as you know, the Ziggler principles have reached over 250 million people and influenced legions of businesses worldwide. One business that is young, hip, and admittedly far more liberal than Ziggler, so please listen at your own discretion, is theartofcharmpodcast.com. Host Jordan Harbinger interviews some of today's most influential people who teach the powerful skills that are at the core of Ziggler, like influence and persuasion that allow you to network better for your business, make more friends with ease, and learn to increase business contacts the natural way. Check them out at theartofcharmpodcast.com. Today's topic, do you truly buy what you're selling? Folks, I'm a branding expert. There are many things I'm not competent in, but branding and communicating, I've devoted my vote. I can't help it. It's part of my DNA. And in that, I believe in niching, going narrow, appeal hardcore to a very specific demographic. But with that said, this show I will claim is relevant to everyone, all, everyone, except one group, uh, which would be the unemployed. And if you happen to fall into that demographic, then listen up. Here's your ticket to finding abundant, lucrative employment and opportunity and fulfillment. Folks, I have seven children, and at this moment, I have three other kids living with us as well, so a household of 12. If our sustenance, okay, depended upon your performance, then this is the message I'd impart to you. You ready? We're going to lead off first with this 10-minute clip straight from Zig himself, then break it down and get our hands dirty in it and take real action in our lives. Uh, years ago, when I was uh, in the cookware business, I spent 15 years selling heavy-duty waterless cookware. I never will forget one occasion in Columbia, South Carolina, I was the number one salesperson in America working for the Salad Master Corporation out of Dallas, Texas, and my friend Bill was struggling. Now, we sold the same product. We were in different organizations, but we were friends, and we'd frequently get together just to chat. I was over at his house, and uh, I was really all excited, and he was singing the blues. I mean, things were tough. And as uh, I got to talking to him, I said, well, Bill, I know what your problem is. He said, what's my problem, man? Tell me quick. I said, you're trying to sell something you don't believe in. Well, he about exploded. He said, what do you mean I don't believe in it? We got the greatest set of cookware on the American market. I said, I know that, Bill, but it's obvious you don't know it. He said, what do you mean I don't believe in it? I left a company I'd been with for four years. Uh, I was a manager there. I came aboard here as a salesperson. I believe in this product, but you, you know what my situation has been. I wrecked my car, and for about a month there, I had to depend on the bus and cabs in order to go make calls, and you can't operate like that. And then he said, you know, my wife has been in the hospital. She was there for 10 days. We didn't have any insurance. The bill was horrendous. Now it looks like we're going to have to put the boys in the hospital and get their tonsils out, and I still don't have any insurance. He said, Zeke, but I'm going to get the set of cookware. I said, Bill, how long have you been with us? He said, well, five years. I said, what was your excuse last year and the year before and the year before and the year before that? I said, Bill, let me tell you the thought process that takes place when you're in the closing situation. The prospect says to you, Bill, I'd love to buy the set of cookware. It is really neat. 
But, but you see, I can't. I, I wrecked my car a month ago, and man, you can't sell and operate unless you've got transportation. The bus and the taxes, that just won't get it. My wife's been in the hospital for 10 days. I don't have any insurance, and man, that just stripped us bare. Now it looks like we're going to have to put the boys in the hospital and get their tonsils out. I said, now, Bill, men, you both know nobody's going to come up with exactly the same excuses that you come up with. But when they give you any excuse at all, you're sitting there saying to yourself quietly, now think positive, Bill, think positive. But deep down what you're thinking is, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's the reason I don't have a set of the stuff myself. Bill, let me tell you something. You need to buy a set of cookware from yourself today before you go out on your call. He said, do you really think it'll make a difference? I said, no, I don't think it'll make a difference. I know it will make a difference. Write your order, send it in, do it before you go out to make your first call. I persuaded him to do that. I said, Bill, if you do, you will sell enough extra cookware this week to pay for your own set of cookware. Later, he told me he earned more than enough to pay for his own set of cookware and acknowledged as he went on in his career that the best investment he ever made was the investment in his own product. Owners are closers. Owners sell is the point I'm getting across. When you believe in what you're selling enough that you will sell it to your mother or your daughter or your son or your dad, when you believe it enough that you're using it, now don't misunderstand, I don't think if you sell 747s, you've got to buy a 747. <laughs> you know, if you're selling Fords and driving a Chevrolet, there's something that's a little inconsistent about what you're talking about. Selling, as Brian said, is a transference of feeling. Well, what I'm really getting at is character is the base on which you're believing. You see, the heart of the sale really does start with the honest factor. And that is what character is all about. I want to tell you folks that values determine behavior. Behavior determines reputation. Reputation determines advantages. It is so important. I will also tell you that roughly 100% of this audience is absolutely convinced that my overhead is completely out of focus. How many of you would agree with that, that you think you really do? I figured you did, all right. Well, let me tell you some good news. Actually, it is not completely out of focus. See, a lot of people think their lives are completely out of focus. Their lives are all fouled up. They're not all fouled up. They are just a little bit out of focus. Now, as salespeople, first of all, we need to focus on getting prospects. Then we need to focus on getting appointments. Then we need to focus on making the presentation. Then we need to focus on getting them to take a positive action. I can't tell you the number of times I've been on sales call with a new salesperson and they'll be talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and never ask for the order. I have on occasion where the prospect was say, now you're not trying to sell me something. Are you? Oh, no, 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 no. Well, what are you, a professional visitor? I mean, as I understand it, the purpose of the call is to make the sale. That's why honesty and integrity is so important. The belief in your product will come out and the depth of your sincerity is infinitely more persuasive than the height of your knowledge and all of these other things. We are in the people business, as Brian kept talking about. This is where honesty comes in. You see, when you talk about integrity, and there are some people who say, well, you know, everything is relative. Well, so far I've never met uh, the owner of a business who said he or she would hire uh, an accountant or a treasurer who was only relatively honest. 
Uh, this doesn't happen. Uh, I know when I go out of town and come back, my wife has never yet asked me if I had been relatively faithful while I was gone. Uh, there are some things that are right. There are some things that are wrong. And if you have that conviction and play it straight, you see, with integrity, you do the right thing. Since you do the right thing, there's no guilt involved. With integrity, you have nothing to fear because you have nothing to hide. You can talk to your customers that you sold yesterday. You can talk to them tomorrow, next week, next year, because you know in your heart that they made the best deal. And that's where the integrity comes in. With integrity, think about it now. With integrity, nothing to fear because you have nothing to hide, no guilt. Take fear and guilt off of your shoulders. Get those two burdens off and you will sell far more and you will sell it more freely. Let me also point out, this has been validated, the Forum Corporation out of Boston, Massachusetts, did a study on 341 salespeople. 173 of them uh, uh, were really super successful, and the other 168 were also good. They analyzed what makes the difference between the super successful and those who are good. And what they discovered was two major factors. Number one, those who had absolute integrity. And kind of as an aside, one of the reasons the ladies are taking an ever-increasing portion of the business in the world of selling uh, compared to their numbers is because when they make promises, I'll get the report back to you by Thursday, or I'll send you the clipping by Tuesday, or I'll make the service call on Wednesday, they are more likely to follow through. Now, this doesn't mean all sales ladies do everything right and all salesmen do everything wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But when you weigh it in the scales, these little things are what make the difference and make are missing the sale. Your word does become your bond. It is your bond. And like my mama used to say to me, if your word is no good, eventually you're no good either. Our words do determine so many things. Now, let me simply say this. These salespeople that they analyzed, those with complete integrity, number one, their word was their bond. But number two, they clearly understood The sale was not complete until the order had been signed, the merchandise, goods, or services had been delivered, and the customer was happy with the transaction. These are the ones that can go back and sell again. These are the ones who will send you to their friends and relatives in order to buy. These are the ones who give you the recommendations. Otherwise, you are always got to be prospecting, and that's okay, but it's so much easier if you don't have to do that, if you can spend your time in the sales process primarily. Everybody's got to always be prospecting, but you've got enough help there. It certainly makes a difference. They understood, therefore, that they needed help if they were going to complete the sale. And so for that reason, when they called into the home office, they were just as nice to the switchboard operator as they were the president of the company. They were just as kind to the shipping clerk, the collection portion of the company, and anybody there as they were to the executives there. Because they realize, and we're all of this way, aren't we going to be more cooperative with those people whom we genuinely like and trust? You put those things together, and that's the reason they were selling so much more. Okay, folks, I'm going to spend a minute on a soapbox and step on some toes, uh, including my own. But we're going to end on the grand opportunity for easier success. Not easy, but easier uh, that we can all embrace right now. So in our last show, number 328, in a discussion with Tom Ziegler and my dad, Dan Miller of 48days.com fame, 
we were discussing the need to learn skills for success, uh, that experts are trained, not born. And Tom made a quip that was just brilliant in regards to, you know, do you want a trained and taught brain surgeon or just someone who claims they are a natural born brain surgeon? Uh, yet with personal relationship skills, we often just think that some are born with it and some aren't, you know, but the best get trained. That was the point. Okay. Uh, so regarding today's topic, let's stick with the brain surgeon analogy. Let's take two equally trained and educated and skilled brain surgeons. Which one would you choose to work on yourself or your spouse or your child or your loved ones? And I'm going to drive this home to you and me specifically and what we do today. Okay. One brain surgeon, you want the one that simply understands the tools and the procedures, but at heart dreads the job is a little blicked out by blood, you know, who really doesn't like having to talk with patients who are scared and anxiety ridden and, and is just biding their time till the weekend and ultimately their retirement. Or would you rather take a surgeon who had a personal experience with brain issues and cares about it deeply, who empathizes with people and is praying over them as he or she performs surgery, who devotes their off time to further education and advocacy for brain wellness and regeneration, who speaks as an expert on the brain and is in innovating breakthroughs. Well, again, on paper, they may qualify the same, but over time, who is prone to showcase a higher degree of successful surgeries and care and, and whose life in and out of work will show the most success? Which one will be a better friend, spouse, and parent outside of their work? The one who believes in what they do or the other. I mean, it seems like an elementary question, doesn't it? Yet in uh, the, the world we live in today, where it's not just the norm, but truly the expectation uh, that we don't enjoy our work, that we just do the grind, get through the day, do what we must, do it for the money and live for the evenings, weekends, and annual vacation. I mean, I, you know, I'm grateful to all who are doing whatever it takes to provide for themselves and their families, you know, at least in the short term. But to devote your life to something that you do not care for at a great level robs you of being your full, true self and therefore robs everyone in your life. I'm not going to bore you with stats that anyone can look up on job and work dissatisfaction. I mean, it's a it ridiculous high as uh, it's the reason the comic strip Dilbert was a huge success as well as shows like The Office. I mean, we try to laugh at it and laugh at those things that are hurtful to try to make peace with it. But I don't think it's funny. It's poisoning lives. So now to Zig's message, okay, where we're going to shine light on what I've so far led that's a little bit on the dark side, okay? We're going to shine some light on here. There's opportunity here, great opportunity for all of us, okay? So we're going to dive into Zig's message, break it down now, right after I share two great resources that one, are great products, two, save time and money, and three, help bring this show to you. I don't like wasting time. Uh, I have too many things I want to do and in, to invest in, to enjoy. I mean, if you do much of any mailing at all, stamps.com is a no brainer and they're offering Ziggler show listeners a four week, no risk trial right now. You can do your mailing online and on demand from the comfort of your home or office. Literally anything you can do at the post office, you can do right now and anytime 24 seven from a computer and a printer. 
Uh, these are the kind of new offerings I start using and wonder, however did I do it differently in the past? I mean, stamps.com boasts over 500,000 small business customers and last year did $1.5 billion in business. There is no hassle and learning curve either, which I am always worried about with new things. They have made it ridiculously simple and easy uh, and have a top-notch U.S.-based tech support. So Ziggler listeners, go now to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Ziggler. You'll get a four-week no-risk trial and a $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and up to $55 in free postage. That's stamps.com. Click on the microphone on the top left and enter Ziggler. So who wouldn't like a personal assistant who just followed after you and kept track of everything, cleaned up messes, and everything was in tidy order while you just went joyfully about your life? Uh, if you are self-employed or have an employer who reimburses your travel, I've got that magical assistant for you. It's called Mile IQ. Folks, I've been using this for a few weeks. It's amazing. I never think about it. It's just an app that runs in the background on my phone and keeps track of all my separate trips. I've doubled up on it as it tracks my mountain bike rides too, uh, which is just a side benefit. But this is about money, tracking expenses in the form of mileage reimbursement. At tax time, mileage reimbursements are substantial. I know until now, I've probably thrown away thousands of dollars of possible mileage reimbursements because I flat didn't keep up with them. Mile IQ is the only mileage tracker that detects, logs, and calculates your drive for you automatically. It keeps all your drives securely stored in the cloud. It has a five-star rating in Google Play and iTunes app stores. And people using MileIQ capture up to 20% more drives than any other mileage tracking tool. And the average user is claiming $535 a month or $6,400 per year. So try MileIQ for free today by texting ZIG, Z-I-G, to this number, 89800. Okay, that's Zig. Text it to 89800. I titled today's show again, you know, do you truly buy what you're selling? It's a literal question. Do, do you, would you buy what you're selling? Now the point hinges, however, on you folks. If you do have a job, no matter what role you're involved in sales, you're only working or employed for one reason to help make the sale or help fulfill the sale. If the product or service you are involved with doesn't sell, nobody gets paid. If the sale isn't fulfilled, nobody gets paid or nobody gets paid again until somebody cons someone else into buying something that can't fully be delivered. So let me drive this home. You're devoting the best of your hours, days, months, years, energy, and life into helping sell a product or service. Is it one that you believe in? You would buy, that you do buy, that you would proudly wear the shirt or the cap. You'd be confident to have the company's brand painted on the side of your car. Well, if not, then you are hurting and limiting your potential. And again, we're solution-oriented here. We're going to get there. But you're hand handicapping yourself. You're doing a disservice to yourself, the company, uh, somebody else who could do your job better because they believe in it. And even worse, you are limiting what those you love get from you because it's impossible to be fully who you are when most of your time is spent doing something you aren't fully invested in. So this is not about working at something that's just fun and easy and just another sermon on working at your passions, okay? We can be a lot more simplistic than that even. I mean, heck, my 18-year-old daughter recently got a brief summer job 
at a big retailer where she was going to school and she loathed it. Uh, she didn't believe in the company, their products. She thought it was a, a ripoff, honestly. So she got a similar job as far as a, a role level and income level at a private business that sold something that she just simply liked and believed in. It, it was something that she would buy. It wasn't some massively altruistic business or endeavor. It was just something she was okay with telling her friends she worked at. And she literally does wear the t-shirts uh, because to work somewhere is to represent something. So with that premise in place, with you now understanding, if you didn't before, that you are lending your own personal credibility to wherever you work and you are representing them. So again, with that, let's now further break down Zig's message into bite-sized pieces. So Zig said, owners are closers. Okay. And he means like in closing the sale, owners are closers, owners sell. And then he goes on to say, the goal is to believe in what you're selling enough that you would sell it to your mother, daughter, son, or dad. I mean, that's pretty convicting. That's pretty intimate and real. So imagine if everyone you worked with believed in what they were selling and acted like an owner. I mean, back to my current household of 12. I mean, God bless them. Best people I've ever known. Sweetest, kindest kids, conscientious, caring. But you know what? Nobody pays attention to the food bill or the electric expenditures or the wear and tear on the house or the general consumption like I do. Why? I'm the owner. It's my time and money that pays for it. And they won't fully understand that until they're in that place in their own life. Uh, Seth Godin, in his excellent book, Lynchpin, which I mentioned a lot, made the point of being indispensable in your work, which isn't possible unless you truly believe in it and act like an owner. So Zig said again in this clip, and, and he often says, and I think he cites uh, Brian Flanagan, actually authored it, selling is a transference of feeling. Well, feelings permeate everything. If you don't believe in what you're helping sell, you are hampering the efforts of those who do believe in it and jeopardizing your own compensation. Zig also says the heart of the sale starts with the honest factor, and that is what character is all about. So what does that say about someone's honesty and character uh, when they apply for a job, fill a position, and they're selling themselves on the job role, when at heart they don't truly believe in and, and care about and personally endorse the end product or service. Again, would they buy it? How many people work at a place where they would not, do not buy it? And oftentimes we hear them harshly criticizing what it is. What does that say about their character? And even more so, not to just diss those folks, but to say about the fulfillment and the fullness of their own lives. It's not possible to fully be present, fully be there, fully be who you are at your top performance when you are disingenuous in this place you devote so much of your time. Which is why Zig then outlines, you remember him saying this, these three things, values determine behavior. Okay. Your values, what you value determines how you behave. Really think about that. You know, people who you can think about that in a good and bad light values, determine behavior, behavior, then how you behave determines your reputation. Absolutely. We would all agree and understand that. Then your reputation determines your advantages. Reputation determines your advantages, which you could say your opportunities or your payoffs. So the advantages of your life, okay, are being determined. What Again, what you get out of life, are, it's being determined and greatly affected by your values. So back again to where you work, what you do, what product or service you are involved in selling. That is a value directly tied to your 
ultimate compensation from the job and in your own life overall. But folks, I started out saying that we were going to wrap this up with the grand opportunity for easier success that we all can have. Not easier, I mean, not easy, not easy, but easier, okay? So hopefully now by now we've, we've gotten some conviction or, you know, again, if you're doing this well, some confirmation that yes, I believe in what I'm doing. I hope folks, I know a lot of folks are hearing that right now, but there's a lot that are going, oh, that's uncomfortable. So what is the opportunity? Okay. Number one, realize your best interest is to put yourself fully behind the product or service you are involved in selling Buy your product. Just like Zig's previous sales partner, or again, you know, if it's a 747 that you can't buy, that you're an advocate. You know, if you're in an airline, you're an advocate of that. You would say, yes, absolutely. That You would tell your mom, you got to use this. It's the best offering for you. And realize that you are a salesman and must act like an owner. And if you do that, you'll progress like never before. Okay. So that's number one opportunity. Change your paradigm right now. That's not easy. Okay, but if you will change that, you're going to have a lot easier opportunity for success to be right where you are and dramatically improve and progress. Okay, so now if you hear that and think, you know what, it's impossible, which that's okay. Okay, I, 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 far too many people who say, gosh, where I'm at is horrific, but I just got to buckle down and, and do what it is. You know, again, if it's just to keep the lights on, I understand, but long term, there's no justification, folks. There's just not. I've been in this arena for a long time. It just doesn't pay off to be someone somewhere where you can't fully stand behind it. That includes the product, the service, the people involved. Folks, I'm not going to name names, but I had a two-year gig with a big manufacturing company in the cycling industry uh, in Silicon Valley area whose product was fine, totally believed in it. I had problems with the owner, period. And in the fact that what I did in the marketing role that I was in helped make him money that I did not believe he was a good, faithful steward of. Well, that was sabotaging. And it said, ultimately, I needed the money. I kept there and it sabotaged my place there. I wasn't doing my best work and it was great. I needed to be out of there. All right. So I understand it too. So uh, if you can't stand behind the product, the company, the brand, the people, then number two opportunity, start hunting for a new gig immediately. Knowing that your overall success, fulfillment, and calling in work and life is dependent upon you spending your days at something your heart is not switched off for, but is totally engaged in. And again, I'm not talking about just finding something fun, something that's play. Anything worthwhile ultimately is not play. It's hard work because it matters, but you believe in it. You're on fire for it. Okay. You would sell it to the, those closest to you. You believe it's the best. That's where you need to be. That's where your success ultimately depends on. You'll never flourish as fully as you could until you are in a place with something that you simply believe in. Believe in what you're selling. Believe in what you're selling. And we are all involved if we have a job, uh, an employment, a business that pays in selling, no matter what our actual role is. All right, folks, thank you. Thanks for caring, for investing in you so you can invest in others. This was Zig's cry. It's what he devoted himself to. So folks, I'll see you in the next show where we're doing a really, really insightful Q&A session from a monster Facebook question we posted. Looking forward to being with you then.
Thanks for tuning in to The Ziggler Show. Sign up for new show alerts at ZieglerShow.com. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want.